BGWT presents Go from Valoria by T.L. Ford Episode 3 Run Go Before my mother disappeared, I wanted a rabbit. In our trailer, we had a small black and white TV that had no sound. Rick spilled beer on the TV causing the sound to go out. The TV also went out from time to time. Mom would shout at Rick to hit the TV and like magic, the image would reappear. This one time, Rick hit the TV and a magic show happened to be on. The magician had just pulled a rabbit out of a hat. It was the first time I had seen anything like that. My eyes were wide open, and I was glued to the TV. The show was called Mr. Peter's Magic Time. I asked my mother for a rabbit hoping to execute the same trick. A rabbit, my mother asked. Rick laughed from his seat at the table. I pulled at my mother's dress pleading for that rabbit. I wanted a white one with bright red eyes. Rick laughed again. We're not getting any rabbits. We could barely afford this trailer and now the kid wants a rabbit, he stated. Rick had only been living with us for a few months at the time. Mom had met him at the town bar. She moonlighted on weekends at Saddles. It was the local hangout for drunks and weird people. Occasionally, truck drivers stopped by on their way to the big city. That's how Mom met Rick. He was a truck driver from Cape Town stopping by to get to Johannesburg. He said his truck had burned a belt and he needed a drink. Mom was always friendly. She helped whoever needed it. When Rick came into the bar, she stated she knew he was the one. She said she felt it in her bones. She immediately sprang into action. She changed the belt herself and gave him a few beers on the house. Once Rick moved in, everything changed. I want a rabbit, I pleaded with her again. She rubbed her hands through my kinky brown hair and smiled at me. Not right now, Moon, she kissed me on the forehead and went back to cleaning the kitchen. I cried for a few days after that. I wanted that rabbit. I wanted to accomplish that magic trick. I believed that if I accomplished that trick, I could do anything. I could disappear from the rundown trailer. Just me and Mom. I could take us back to Valoria. One day, I came home from school and found a box on my bed. The box had puncture holes on the top and it moved slightly. What do you have there? Mom said walking into my room. She leaned against my room door framed with a smile on her face. I took the lid off the box to find a white rabbit with red eyes staring at me. It was the cutest thing I had ever seen. It was just like the rabbit I saw on TV, fluffy, white, and with bright red eyes. I lifted it out of the box and hugged it to my chest. I finally had what I wanted the most. Mom sat on the bed and looked at me strangely. Do a trick. She asked. I take the black top hat I made from construction paper from out of my closet and placed it on my bed. I then gently placed the rabbit inside the hat. Abracadabra, I said. The hat moved but the rabbit didn't disappear. I had practiced that trick thousand of times without the rabbit.
I was sure it would have worked. A look of disappointment appeared on her face. Oh, she said, I guess next time. She stood up to leave, but looked back once again hoping the rabbit had disappeared. I practiced some more but the rabbit didn't disappear. Instead, a week later Rick sold it for a few dollars to buy a pack of beer. I stopped believing in magic that day. I rolled over in bed staring up at the popcorn ceiling of my bedroom. I was trapped and there was no abracadabra to make this go away. I could cry for hours which was what I wanted to do right now. I could break the window, but it would only open a small window to escape. The window was barred a few years ago. People barely walked by outside the window, so there was no throwing a message in a bottle out of the window. The TV was turned off and I could hear Rick rumbling in the kitchen. He was packing to leave. It would take a day for him to get to the casino and who knew how long he would stay this time. I had a few food items stuffed under my bed but not enough to last me for this unexpected trip. Let me out, I shouted. I screamed again, and Rick kicked the door shouting back at me to stop. I needed to get out of here. The bus for Cape Town couldn't leave without me. The phone in the kitchen rang and Rick stopped shouting and went to answer it. What do you mean tomorrow? I need to be picked up today. I need to put my bed down soon, money is tight. He slammed the phone down after the collar and threw a can at the wall. He wasn't going to the casino tonight which meant I still had a chance to escape. A plan rushed through my head. I'm hungry, I cried through the crack in the door. I planned to overpower him once he opened the door. It was my only chance. I had a heavy textbook in my backpack that I could use to knock him to the ground and he would be out for a few hours. When he awakens, I will be halfway to Cape Town. I didn't have a solid plan for what I was going to do once I got to Cape Town. A few boys who were kicked out of school a few years ago ran away to Cape Town. A rumor had passed through the school that they had found a halfway house to live in and a job cleaning office buildings. I could do that. In a minute, he replied. I could hear the fridge open and the sound of a beer can being opened. It was now or never. He tripped over the rug that laid in front of my door before he reached out to remove the chain. My heart started beating faster than normal. It could burst out of my chest at any minute now. Don't go playing no stupid stuff now, you hear. Once I get that ride to the casino. You're going back inside. Once the chain was free, it made a loud thumping noise as it hit the door. Rick opened the door and I took the textbook from out of my backpack and swung it at his head. It barely hit him. He ducked and I fell to the floor. The textbook landed a few inches away. You are a stupid girl, he shouted standing over me. I said no games. He reached down and grabbed my legs and began to drag me back into the room. I wasn't going back in there. An unfamiliar pain rushed through me as I kicked my legs to get free. My hands felt like they were burning. I am not going back in there, I shouted through the pain and tears. I looked at my hands, they were turning an amber color. I was on fire. Rick took a step towards me, 
his eyes bloodshot. He didn't notice my hands. He stood over me, the stench of beer and cigarettes was unbearable. You are just like your mother, a crazy bitch, he said. I reached out to touch him, pressing my hand against his face. He screamed out in agony. My hand left a print on his face. The pain in my body grew worse. It was as if my body was attacking itself. I needed to find water. I needed to put out the fire. Rick jumped back against the wall. He looked at me as the freak everyone thought of me as. I wasn't the same person who left the house this morning. I didn't know what was going on. Fear and pain were overtaking me. His eyes shot over to my textbook. He was going to kill me. The fire still burning from my hands as I tried to drag myself away from him. The bathroom was only a few inches away. He managed to stand up. The smell of flesh burning was overtaking the room. I couldn't breathe. A bright light flashed in front of me. Run, said a voice coming from the light. The light overtook the room. I grabbed my runaway bag and ran.